Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, except LIJ. Wow, what a bunch of dicks. <laughs> My name is Luke. I'm your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hey, I'm that Mr. Guy, and hello to you, Luke. Hello to the listeners, but goodbye to Shingo Takagi. He owes Hanari an apology. Sure. Yeah, he does. Just gonna steal your match idea, I think. Like, can't uh, believe it. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, Mr. Shingo? They're all they're all being dicks now in in LIJ. It's it's unbelievable. But uh, it's awesome. Hey, by the way, with the intro that I do for the show, when when I did Tamashi with Michelle, when we stopped recording, she was she told me she was like, I thought you were gonna introduce me as Michelle. Say hello, Michelle. I was already ready to do that, and Aww. you didn't do it. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, I'm not redoing it. It's all done. (laughs) I I know. That's disappointing. I'm disappointed on behalf of Michelle for her and you because of you. I'm also glad you chopped off the first like 10 seconds of the uh, episode, too, because I believe it started with me turning to my sister and go going, check this shit out. I'm a professional. And then (laughs) I went straight to the intro. What you don't know, Luke, is I stuck those few seconds at the very end of the episode, so those are on there. Oh, fucking hell. That's amazing. We swear a lot, by the way. But uh, before we get into the show in which we're going to cover the first night of A Road to Wrestling Dontaku, there's ways people can uh, talk to us and interact with us if they wish to, and that uh, is on the Tweety, uh, never, at Never Open Pod, it is where we are collectively. At Drusifer Tweets is Mr. Guy. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Want to send us a written or voice email? You can do that. Uh, Neveropenpod at gmail.com. And if you've got a bit extra money, kick it our way. Get yourself some Never as Fuck merch where you'll look, well, exactly how I said. Never as Fuck. Got myself in Tasmo as well, by the way. So, yeah. Yeah, where's he at? I have a, I have a note about him. Where is he? Which, by the way, that's okay. He's getting a break. I'm not mad enough for not being there. But sure would uh, be interesting for him to show up out of nowhere and foil a Finley match somehow. Mm. Ooh. Mm. There's, uh, there's definitely way, ways that this can go. I'm still hoping he's like LHA bound. They're doing something with him. But uh, yeah, yeah. they put him on ice for a little bit. Dude, he's uh, kicking trees. We- Yes, <laughs> he's kicking trees again. That's right. Uh, before we get into some New Japan and some news and stuff, I'll just quickly mention that Jay White defeated a wrestler named Commander with a K on Dynamite. Now, really, really, really good match. Yeah. So that's good. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do that little the little Jay White spot before before. Uh, yeah. Was that show, the so. main event of that night's show? No. No, it was not. Okay. What was the main event of that night show? Please tell me. Um, you can't. I don't right. remember. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was Jericho and Keith Lee. I think it was oh. them. Okay. Well, those guys are good. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Jay White exists, and that's good. I'm happy he exists. I hope that. You know, I mean, this does seem to be something that could work for Forbidden Door. And, you know, I like that. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. It's like you got two guys, though, that are in uh, AEW right now. And, I mean, this is the match, right? It's Kenny Omega versus uh, Jay White. That's the match that no one mentions 
but you want to see how's that going to happen. So just saying. Yeah, everyone wants to see the belt collector versus the real belt collector. Yeah, because that's what they're calling each of themselves, collecting the belts. Hey, Luke, we got some news and uh, that we yep. forgot to mention last week because it just kind of happened right as we were recording. And honestly, I forgot about it. And that is that fucking Tanahashi's injured ribs again. And uh, that's a shame. And it was I, I think he was injured in that match with the uh, Aussie Open, which is not good. I don't like that. That makes me upset. But that has led to Okada. So Okada's got this like storyline where he's like, oh, I'm totally going to win a different title besides the, uh, you know, the main one. I'm definitely, definitely want to win that other one. And so it was going to be him, Tanahashi and a mystery opponent versus Strong Style for the uh, six man never titles. And uh, since Tanahashi's hurt, Ishii has now taken the place of Tanahashi. And there's still that mystery <clears throat> spot that probably was Ishii to begin with. But now... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got slid over, and now it's going to be somebody else. Hopefully, All Mr. Right. Brett. Okay. Do I like this feud? Yeah, sure. It's got potential. But I'm mad at Okada. And I'll just mention it now. Why am I mad at Okada? Oh, my God, Luke, again? Yes, again. I'm like, <laughs> like this motherfucker is just like, I only ever need one title, and that's the World Heavyweight title. It's the only title I need. Goes for the tag team titles. Goes for the strong tag team titles. He's going to go for the trios titles. And when... and he wants to get all these golds. And then what? What? Shingo's like, hey, I'll challenge you for your title. You can challenge me for mine. And uh, Akata's like, no. And I'm like, bitch, you fucking created that title. You don't even want the belt you created, but you want the fucking stank man, six man, never fucking golds. What are you? Yeah. So, you know, that's just me being a little nitpicky about Akata there. Uh, and his... Stank man golds. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> man, that's like a... Uh... That's a really bad band name. We're the Stankman Golds. We play, like, you know, elevator music. Dude, they could just give him any title and have him dominate with it and make that title fucking huge. I'm sorry, Tama. Uh, like, I'd, I'd, I'd even go for an Akata never run because no one's beaten. There's some records that haven't been beaten in that. Uh, no one's had, like, four defenses or five defenses with that belt. I don't know. It's something, anything. Luke, shut the fuck up. You would be so pissed off I would if Okada be a fucking... won the Never title. Yeah, shut I know. the fuck up. I know. All right, maybe the United States title then. There you go. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. There we You'd go. be so fucking mad. You're, you're right. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I almost wish that happens now just to see, see how you'd react. But, I just, but Luke, like, that's... Your tone of voice just now was just like, Bitch, are you for real? <laughs> yes, exactly. And Luke, I am for real, and that's not the only news that we have today because we uh, Mercedes Monet has had some shit happen. Tell us, do you know? Do you know about this? Tell me about it. Do you know this? Have you heard about this? Uh, well, apart too. from a like a, a nasty little goose egg on her noggin, mm. uh, she uh, she has lost the IWGP Women's Title to Mayu Iwatani. In what I hear was a fucking amazing match that I had absolutely no time to watch because I was really busy on the weekend and I watched too much wrestling already. So, you know, in a parallel universe, I have the time to watch all of this stuff and report on it, like, really awesomely. But uh, all I know is it was a good match and my won, which, cool. That's good. Not only, That's good. Not, I like Not only that, what, what else is there about uh, Mercedes? 
Well, she uh, she re-upped her contract, and like some you know places are reporting it's with Bushi Road, and some people are reporting it's with New Japan. So I don't know who you know wrestlers signed their contract with. But anyway, she re-upped her contract and then dropped the title, which I like that, and also like that she dropped the title to Mai Iwatami because she had been so ridiculous in the lead up to this match that like if Mayu had lost, that would have been real bad. So I'm glad you know like I mean. Mercedes Monet had a song that she debuted that was just a piece of shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, what's no. going on? But I did have a recommendation. This is just uh, just an idea. Is that she needs a crew of Joshi wrestlers around her. That's what she needs, you know? And and the reason is, is because then that song gimmick would have worked way better because she would have had people around her, like kind of intimidating reporters into, you know, into liking the song and stuff like that. I mean, like there, there could have been a lot of more, a lot more fun with that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping that she gets a crew. Um, that would be awesome. And the fact that she's sticking around is great, but she also, her next match will be at the battle in the Valley or whatever it's called. There's another <sighs> one of these pay-per-views coming up in June, I believe. And she will be at that. And uh, we don't know who she's wrestling. However, I would assume it would be a stardom talent of some type. But I predict if they want to make some money at Wrestle Kingdom this year, next year, at Wrestle Kingdom, the next one, that they will have Julia versus Mercedes Monet. That would oh, be my God. That would be the money match right there. And, and maybe now this frees up Mercedes Monet to win the stardom title and then have that match, right? Because Julia just dropped the title. So maybe – you know, this is a way for Mercedes Monet to get on her and then Julia to win it back at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that she, I love that Mercedes resigned, not resigned, but resigned <laughs> or re-upped, whatever. Uh, fucking just having great match after great match. Awesome. Loving it. Yeah, sort of tweeted great, from man. her the other day saying, just saying simply, I love wrestling. And I'm like, it's what? very obvious to me that you do because you're doing the good. This stuff. is a great, I mean, what a great deal for her, too, because she barely has to wrestle. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, that's awesome. And, like, for somebody who, you know, was one of these people that worked five days a week every week for several years, I mean, that's that's got to be nice, you know, because she can recover, and that means that she can go all out in these matches, and we've seen her do that. And I don't know, that's what the fans deserve. So I, I don't know. I really, I really like how this is all working out. Hell yeah, so do I. Absolutely, and uh, if I'm able to catch that match um, in any way, shape, or form, I definitely will do that. So if you if you manage to uh, get a link or something, send it to me. You mean find it by other means? Is that what you mean, Luke? Ah, uh, you know, look, I've bought a lot of wrestling shit this year. <laughs> you don't have to defend that. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, and in other wrestling news, yeah, just five guys shirt arrived yesterday, baby. Hey! Yeah, awesome. so uh, I'm, I'm very happy about that. And uh, yeah, so I think that's all the news that we have. We'll have a wrestle diary after the well, after we talk about the damn show. Sure. And uh, all that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm ready. It is the, the road to wrestling Dontaku. Yeah. We are at a, a, a building that has a wonderful name. It's the Osaka Prefectural Gym number t- hashtag number two. Uh, but in brackets, the Edian Arena Osaka. So why don't they just call it the Edian Arena? But no, they've got to call it the Osaka Professional Gym 2. Yeah. 
Well, let me tell you about this uh, venue. I've told you about this before. This is very important stuff. So, you know, this venue is it's hosted several professional wrestling shows, including Osaka Hurricane. Remember, I was talking about Osaka Hurricane (laughs) and how that was the Osaka Pros like biggest show of the year from 2005, 2012. I love that. Tiger's Mask was one of the wrestlers. (laughs) Not Tiger Mask, Tiger's Mask. So. Uh, New Japan Dominion was there from 2009 to 2014. New Japan Power Struggle since 2011 and New Beginning in Osaka since 2012. But wait a second, what's this say? Oh, wait, no, that's the main venue. This is the side <laughs> venue that has honest to goodness basketball hoops all over. Never mind. <coughs> Ignore all that other stuff I said. Never mind. I will. And, <laughs> and we start with Ryohai Iwa. Oh, we got a bit of news about him as well. Do yeah, well, let's do the match first, and we can we can talk about it. But we got Rio Iwa versus Bolton Oleg, or is it Oleg Bolton? I can't remember. Bolton Oleg. But, uh, Bolton Oleg. All right. I really like this match uh, a lot. It's like uh, I don't know. This this just really started right for me. Bolton takes Iwa to the mat, and jeez, uh, I think Bolton uh, might have all this mat stuff down. Re- all uh, all done. He's finished. He's finished his mat training, I think, if this match is anything to go by. I know he's probably got a – he's got, like, that wrestling background and all that kind of stuff. Man, it was awesome. Fujita better watch out because uh, he's he better double up his time training with Zack Bolton's going to twist him the fuck up. Yeah, so I like it when Iwa gets Bolton in, like, a knee, in a knee bar and then Bolton, like, sits up and goes for, for a chop. I love it when, it when there's a move like that and – like every time there's a move like that, my brain just goes like, you're within reach, just hit him. So it was always weird for me to see Oscar Lube in these moves, and he's just like, dude, you could dock this fucking guy's head off with the size of your arms. What are you doing? <laughs> so I really like those kinds of spots. It gives it, it like an added element of realism to me. Even if it doesn't break the hold, it kind of adds to it. So uh, Bolton makes it to the ropes from that. I, I like this match. I thought it was pretty awesome. He, and uh, it ends with Bolton hitting this gnarly single-legged legged brab. He was, tries to make it to the ropes, and then Bolton pulls him into the middle by hooking the other leg and doing the double brab, the normal brab. And just when you think he was going to tap out, nah, it's Bolton's first young lion match. Yeah. Of course there's going to be a time limit draw. Ten Great minutes. stuff. This, yep. is, I, this might be the best match on the night. This match uh, is incredible. And the dude. crowd was losing their minds because, again, if we, as we talked about before, they really get behind the Young Lions because they want to be there the night that they get their first win or, you know, or a an establishing win of some kind. They want to see them hit these milestones because that might be the next Tanahashi that they're seeing do that. And so that that's – it. the crowd was so into this. I fucking love this match. And so – Rihuai Iwa, by getting this draw, apparently, he earned his way into a match called the Meaty Man Match or something like that. And it's like... Meaty Man. <laughs> what it is is that it's another one of these, like, TV show deals where our favorite booker, the lady who's on the TV show that booked the, uh, you know, Tanahashi versus Yano tag match, she <laughs> has booked the one and what it is is that you know Rihu Iwa has to have a gauntlet match versus all of his like brethren in the Young Lions. So Oscar Lube's gonna fuck him up, and I guarantee you Bolton Oleg will be the last one. He's kind of Bolton Oleg is he looks like he's a little ahead 
of the rest of the young lions in a way. And I think part of it's the size. He looks awesome. And so yeah, that's does. part of it, uh, you know, because he's not like the greatest wrestler or anything like that. But I, they put over his size and Iwa is doing a great job in this match of making like looking kind of like afraid, kind of like, oh, shit at times. It's fantastic. I love this. I thought it was great. So, dude, but, uh, yeah. before you go into the next match, I just want to let you know that if you want to skip this match and I go straight to the next one, that's fine. Because, dude, it's fucking chaos and how to torture again. With Yo on one side and Show on the other. I'll let, I'll leave that up to you, but oh my god, I was just like, I am not taking notes for this. Yeah, you don't have to. This is my match. So yeah. it's an eight-man tag, as you said. It's Yo, Team Fisherman, and Broken Arm Young Lion versus House of Torture. Mm-hmm. So Yo brings a no smoking sign to the ring, and even though he's doing a really good job of hiding it, we all know he has to pee. So um, I thought that was interesting. And and House of Torture, they hate Goto, and they beat him up. They hate him for all. Oh, here's what it is. They hate Goto for putting the fans through 20 years of his bullshit. So they they take fake cigars out and put it out on his on his his like back after stomping his ass, which made me laugh. But then they try to do the uh, chaos tries to do war drums on evil, but Dick Togo is like no and takes the bullet, which was really funny, but made me laugh really hard and also be like, oh. So what this match is, Luke, it's one of the worst and most overdone matchups in New Japan recent history. Yeah. House of Torture cheats a bunch. Yoshihashi yells a bunch and has to be saved by his teammates. Yo uh, wrestles Make show. Yeah. So Nakashima gets uh, gets the Tanahashi late tag for some reason. He gets, like, the big tag at the end versus Yujiro, and he's like, here he comes. Oh, he's going to win. No, Brab on Pimpy, but Togo wants to break it up, but gets booed and no-sold, which is hilarious. (laughs) Ref bump, low blow, little juice. Uh, It's amazing. It was. (sighs) Look, the only time I want to see... Chaos versus House of Torture ever again, as if that lady is booking it. Yeah. Just she'll, to, she'll mix it up, yeah. She'll put some kind of interesting stank on it or something. Man, like, I like a lot of these wrestlers too, and I'm just like, please, stop seeing each other. Just stop it. Just no. Especially, I was especially annoyed because I hadn't watched New Japan in over a fucking week, you know, since Capital Collision or whatever. And then I just watched this awesome Young Lions match, uh, Riha Iwa versus Bolton, and I was just like, fuck yeah, man, we're starting hot. All right, the road to Dontaku, let's go. Next match. It's amazing. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's way Did better you get for than real? my review. That, that yeah. review is way better than mine. So. <laughs> dude, my note for this match was like, dude, if you want to skip this, I don't mind. Uh, but yeah. And I I rarely write that note, you know, like let's skip this oh, fuck the fuck that. Yeah, that's more my kind of note right there. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to Ten's back, Luke. Yes, he is. I know. You want me to move on, but I just wanna say thank you to New Japan for putting Goto's twentieth anniversary night on a house show that wasn't recorded because uh, uh to do a show like that Talk about like a whole show, which is just like a Goto love fest, would be too much for Mr. Guidek to even bear. And I'd probably be covering that episode all by myself. And then he'd probably join me for the second episode. So, like, thanks, New Japan. You, you might have given us this crappy match, 
but you didn't have to, you didn't make Andy uh, sit through a 20th anniversary special. So no, there is that. because they can't make me, and neither can you or the listeners. <laughs> Everybody, fuck off. <laughs> oh my goodness, that could have like uh, five 10 star matches on it, and you you would still be like, I didn't watch it. All right. Show. So Tenzon's crazy foot. <clears throat> yes. All right. So Tenzon is back. All right. So we we have Kevin Knight, Kushida. And Hiroshi Tenzan versus Aaron Hanare and oh my god, I've missed these two men. Yes, even TJP. It is catch two two. Oh who TJP, I would say he's really emo tonight for some oh, yeah. reason. <laughs> I would say catch two two. I think I've said it before, but this that might be my favorite junior tag team since uh Katamaru and El Desperado. They're fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I like how Akira does this thing where he, he gets up onto TJP's shoulders. And he's like, take picture, take picture. Well, he does that this in this match. And uh, Kevin's like, Kevin Knight's like, no, and just drop, just does a standing drop kick onto Akira. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> yes, please. Dude, Good. I love this match. It is a real, I think, like, Knight and Kushida – I don't want them to win this title. I'm not ready for the Catch 2-2 train to end yet, but this match made me excited for it, and it was a really good showcase for the one guy who probably needed to have that showcase more than anyone else, and that is Kevin Knight. He gets lots of really cool shit to do in this match. I love the tag team stuff because it is Catch 2-2 and Knight and Kushida just fucking going out, all out, and Catch 2-2 don't look at this team and be like, oh, it's just another team with an ex-young line on it. They're taking them serious which is what I really like. These guys are serious tag champs. Like, and in the match, there's, there's like none, none of the team tag teams are able to get like that one up on each other. They will just kind of take each other out. It's awesome. Which leaves Tenzan and Hanari to battle it out, which is awesome as well. And there's an Ultima on Tenzan for the win. I like this stuff. Post-match, Katsu 2 actually go for a post-match beatdown. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, it did not work out because Kevin Knight manages to turn the tables. And I'm just like, all right, cool. You're giving me a bit more of this uh, Kevin Knight. I'm liking what I'm seeing. And they've, they've this match did what it really needed to do. Uh, sell me on the uh, the tag title match coming up this weekend. So, fuck yeah. I really like this. Great preview match. I thought was uh, – I was kind of shocked by, by Kevin Knight's – Hurricane Rana Driver off the top. Oh, what the yes. fuck? <laughs> that shit made the crowd go, whoa. And I was like, holy shit, that was amazing. Hopefully that wasn't just a botch and that's really one of his moves. Because I was like, wow. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that before. That was pretty cool. So uh enjoyed that quite a bit. I did. And uh, Kevin Knight was eliciting all kinds of reactions from the crowd. Oohs and ahs and everything. And silence and clapping and every oh, yeah. every reaction you could think of so they like you said you you got it nailed they figured out how to uh how to showcase him in that match but uh luke next we have something else that's pretty awesome we got tmdk it's an eight-man tag it's tmdk zack saber jr fujita uh nichols and haste are back versus united empire aussie open and okan on the cob i, mean, I know <laughs> at the same time both tag teams are in. Oh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So this matchup is incredible. 
Great Ocon wearing his own gear tonight. For some reason on the house shows, he was doing a gimmick where he was wearing everybody else's gear. So <laughs> you show me amusing. photos of that. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very amusing. His Instagram is the greatest Instagram, just to let you know. He probably wild, gets man. he probably gets uh some of his uh posts removed i'm sure but anyway so oh my god so Cobb, he's in the ring and i'm so happy to see him and he is like oh milano you want a Cobb t-shirt okay here we go and then nope poor milano has to sit down embarrassed that he can't catch a t-shirt and i was so bummed out but luke what do you think about two aussie heavyweight tag teams in this match uh yeah, that's my first note. I love the amount of Aussies in this match. Four of them in one match on my TV. Two of them are heavyweight tag team teams. So I'm just like, are we getting are we getting a TNDK uh, yeah. Empire tag team feud? Because Definitely. that's fresh. Because it's fresh and interesting and I want it. So yes, please give it to me. Uh, I think it'd be awesome match as well. And I'd... You could probably say that uh, uh, both teams have probably wrestled each other a few times, so the match is probably going to be really good too. So, hell yeah. I'm fucking excited, dude. Yeah. So the match starts with Dunkzilla and Shane Haste, right? And, and like, (laughs) Shane Haste is trying some tricky stuff. And Mark Davis is like, I'm too big for that shit. And so he just starts beating up Shane Haste. And this includes some awesome heat spots, including... Great Ocon doing his shit on him in the corner thing while Kyle Fletcher repeatedly kicks Shane Haste in the ass. So- oh, my God. He's just a funny <laughs> asshole, isn't he, Kyle Fletcher? He might have gone a little too far there, but I really enjoyed <laughs> it. So that, that was pretty funny. So then Cobb goes surfing on him, of course. And TMDK, they help each other out, which leads to a dodging, dipping, diving tag-in from Kyle Fletcher, which is just so funny to Dunk Silla. Like, he, he dodges. He dives, he dips, and then he fucking jumps and does the flying tag in to Mark Davis that made me laugh so hard. The flying tag in gets me every <laughs> time. So we get some really good shit between Zack Sabre Jr. and Jeff Cobb, too, which is great. And Cobb goes for a tour. He's trying to send Zack Sabre Jr. to braid his hair, and Zack Sabre Jr. counters the tour with a rear naked choke just by, like, holding on. <laughs> it's great. Cobb doesn't know what to do. I love it. It's exciting. And TMDK, they all team up on Cobb and try to get Fujita a win on Cobb because Fujita's legal. Fujita and Cobb, they do one of my favorite spots. So one of my favorite spots in wrestling is the little guy trying to body slam the big guy. And he, yeah. he's got him up. He's got him up. But no, it ends up being a splash from the big guy. I love that spot. They do that spot. It's so great. Uh, it makes me laugh so hard. hard. And then, uh, you know, Cobb basically takes a tour or gives Fujita the tour and gets the win. But man, this match was awesome, man. And it, it, it really did a good job of setting up a few things that maybe are going to happen. So I enjoyed that quite a bit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's only one question I have about TMDK. Uh, where, where's, right. where's the bad dude? Oh, well, oh. you know, hey, Robbie's probably, you know, he's, he's down here doing doing, you know, he's Tomashis and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I want to see him he's on the... On the... Booked. He's booked, brother. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's got shows happening. But, uh, yeah, of course, where's Robbie? But also, where's uh, where's where's the bad dude? Where's where's yeah. Big Teats? I need to see this whole group together. I'd love it. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I know, but 
Get to Japan, please, bad dude. I don't like you? it either. I, I don't want to be here either. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so next we've got a, a match that is good, but it contains feuds that I'm a little conflicted about, and it's uh, it's Jado, Master Quato, Hikaleo, <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing shit, and, uh, and Tamatonga versus Gato, David Finley, Kenta, and Taiji Ishimori. I'm kind of into Tama versus Fit. Uh, I always see I'm, it's so ingrained for me just to say Fit Finley. I'm into Tama Tonga versus uh, Finley. I actually probably because like I don't know. I, I just wanted New Japan never feud with two wrestlers that are in Japan a lot. Like have someone who's in Japan a lot win it. I, I guess that's my main issue. I've got no nothing against like a Tamatonga David Finley match. I think it's going to be a good never match. I hope Finley wins because I feel like he'd have a really good never run, and uh, yeah, you know, and he better be in Japan more often because of that. So yeah, I'm into this match, but what, one match I'm kind of not into. I don't. It's Hikaleo and Kenta. Like I, I see the reason why for the match and all that. You know, he's going against Bullet Club and all that, but. Kenta's got to lose this match, right? Otherwise, what did we do building him up with Big J White win? And I'm not sure I want to see Hikaleo beat Kenta for the strong title. No offense to you, Hikaleo. It's fine, but that's how I that's how I sit on that. We do get some really cool Wato uh, Ishimori stuff in this match as well. They like <laughs> Ishimori really. He's hates scared Wato. of Wato. He's scared of him, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the, this, this one this one guy that everyone seems to be able to beat is like Ishimori's kind of Achilles heel at the moment. So I kind of like that angle. That's really fun. And uh, <clears throat> match ends with a Vendaval on Gato. So look, it's a fine match. I like it. I I don't know. It's just I'm not so, for some reason I'm just not as excited for like what these matches set up as I am for say Team DK. Or the juniors match, or all that kind of stuff. It is what it is. Just personal yeah, preference, really. Yeah, the the main Bullet Club storylines kind of just like, eh, I don't really care that much. I'm sure the matches will be fine. You know, I think that the the uh, Finley it's not as interesting up. without ALP around. You know. Yeah, or Jay White, but yeah. uh, you know, it, you got the Finley versus uh, um, Tama Tonga stuff was very good in this match, but like. I don't know, man. Hikaleo, the monster baby face, that's tough. That's a tough sell. It's a tough one to do, you know? So it, mm. it's like, I don't know. We'll see how it works out. I don't know. That was the thing. After the match, Luke, I don't know if you saw this, but something amazing happened. So Master Huato, he gets the win, right? And he sees Tama Tonga, and you know they plan this. And this is definitely Master Huato's idea. He's like, all right, I'm getting the win. So, like, after the match, I'm going to run over, and we're going to do a jumping white man high five together and that is exactly <laughs> what they do the most whitest high five you've ever seen in your life and water's like yeah it fucking jumps in the air and gets a, a white high five it was amazing and very uh thing. Yeah, I, right. we did not mention this and I, i'm very sorry i apologize to the family of this man and uh, anyone who knows him but uh we also forgot to mention that uh, marty Sami, reverently yes. known as chumpy was in this match as well. So he is in the next one as well. But Luke, before we get the next match, we have to sit through 20 fucking minutes of entrances. Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. This, but I got to say, 
Shota Umino's entrance was fucking awesome. I, I've been shitting on it in the past, but ever since he showed me a little bit, I really enjoyed it. This was good. So we get Okada. It's a 10-man tag. 10-man. It's Okada, Ishii, GBH, and Yano versus Minoru Suzuki, Desperado, Renderita, Shota Umino, and Tiger Mask. Not Tiger's Mask. That's someone different. So, uh... Ren Narita is a glutton for punishment. He's like, I want Okada. So Okada starts with him. And Ren better be careful because Okada fucking hates his, He hates young people. <laughs> he will he kill does. them. So, so he, he well chops Noah. He, yeah, well, you know. Um, he chops the, chops the shit out of Okada during a rope break, which is pretty funny. And he runs <laughs> right into Okada's offense. So over and over. And it's like eager young guy you know, falls right into Okada's trap and Okada's just like, yeah, that's fuck you. You don't know shit. So there's a ho train and various other moves on Ren. And uh, there's some fun stuff late in the match between Desperado and Ishii, who seem to still have unfinished business from their collision in the Capitol Valley. And so Hanma gets a big moment here and the crowd helps make it very exciting. I love it. There's a bridging Northern light suplex from Ren Narita on Hanma after he dumps Okada the outside, which is great because the crowd loves that because fuck you, Okada. But Hama, he doesn't get his shoulder up, up here from the Northern Lights bridging suplex, but he just kind of kicks his legs. So Chumpy's like, ah, fair enough. You, you know, <laughs> we're, not call, we're not calling that three. And so Ren makes Hama give up with his, you know, his like whatever fucking, I don't know. I call everything. I haven't done this on this show very often, but usually anything that looks like that, hold just call uh rings of saturn it's a rings of saturn variation <laughs> so and then after the match luke ishii and desperado they keep fighting each other so it will be ishii okada and who for the six-man titles luke what do you think yeah i mean like i like it it's a fresh direction to take the uh six-man never titles i'm into it it's Man, just like yeah, there's chaos. there's my but there's my uh my Okada nitpick from the start, being like, oh, so you want this one, but not the one Shingo has that you created. Okay, fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a fresh matchup, and uh, I look forward to knowing who the mystery man is. Uh, I'll be disappointed if uh, Goto's music hits, and uh, I know you'll probably fucking be apoplectic with anger if that happens with Steam coming out of years, but... I don't care who it is, but what? What if it, like, somebody's music hits, we're like, well, I'm not sure who that is, you know? And then it's the former GHC champion. It's that guy that fucking Okada jobbed out. What do you think? Kind of came here. Uh, I'd lose my mind. It makes no sense because Okada thinks he's probably like, you know. Okada probably thinks like Ren Narita was a step above him. Okada's like, what? Who booked this? And then that lady from the TV show sneaks out from behind the curtain. It's like, got you. Oh, my God. Okada's feuding with that lady now because she keeps booking him in fucking matches like this. Oh, dude. That's a good show. That's a good show right there. Dude, I'd take that. Oh, my God. And next, we have all of LIJ. That's uh, Shingo Takagi, Hiromi Takahashi, Bushi, and Tetsu Naito versus just five guys minus minus uh, Takamichinoku. Yeah, but he does the announcements, at least. Oh, hell yeah. You know he has to. But, uh, yes, just five guys, which is uh, Taichi, Doki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Sanada. 
So yeah, uh, I love their music and their entrance. And all right, this is this is like my favorite feud in in wrestling right now because Lij are fucking assholes, all of them, including Shingo, who's usually a little bit more facey than the than the others. Nah, he's he's total dick too. I love this. They're, they're vindictive. They're they're trolling and they're arrogant. Like they 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 hate that Sonata's left and they hate that Sonata's left to what join these schmucks? You know Doki? what I mean? Like <laughs> really, you want to be in a team with Doki other than us? Dude, I'm fucking loving it. It's the hottest feud for me right now, and the storytelling in this match is just ah, I'm, there's so much shit going on. You've got Doki just being like, like I feel like Doki's in in prison, and and it's his first day in prison, and some prison vet has just told Doki, all right, you want to survive in here? Find the biggest, toughest, douchiest son of a bitch in here, and just punch him in the face. And I feel like that's what Doki's done with Naito here, because I'm like, you've got no chance against Naito. He's gonna just like troll you and beat the shit out of you. But I love it. Yeah, I just want to hit him in the face. Punch him in the face. Uh, I love your folly impression. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's heard it, and that's why he was just a little bit like, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Chop for you is only 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to be bleeding from the chest for the rest of Tamasha. You, well, you know. chop, chop you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I missed and gave you a throat chop instead. <laughs> Oh, my God. Don't hurt me, Farley, please. I love you. Uh, <laughs> but oh, you've got the Doki Naito stuff going on. You've got the Hiromu Sonata stuff. You've got the Hiromu and Katamaru stuff. And then you've got the Tai Chi and Shingo stuff going on all at the same time. And they're all great together. It is like a melting pot of awesome shit that I fucking want. And I love this match. And I'm not even mad that Doki loses. He gets that fucking troll pin by Naito. Because Doki snaps after the match and just starts wailing on Naito yeah. big time. Oh, like I have one annoyance here, and you can probably clear this up for me. You did it a little bit at the start of the show, but fucking Chris Charlton wasn't watching this live, and uh, neither was New Japan Global for some reason. Because like I'm hearing Shingo post match telling Taichi a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm refresh. Refresh. What are they saying, Global? Refresh, refresh. What are they saying, man? All right, I'm going to bed. Fuck this. It's uh, The show's over now. So <clears throat> I know Shingo's just like, all right, Taichi, you're next. Like, I'm challenging you for the Kapow title, and we're going to have a match. And you alluded to what it was earlier, but what is it exactly? What are we, what are okay. we expecting? Yes. Yeah, so first of all, fuck you, Shingo. Who do you think you are? I know, right? This is the... This isn't the, Shink, the Shingo Never podcast. This is the Hanare podcast. So fuck you. So basically, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, first of all, I just want to shout out to Taichi. Because Taichi was like, he, he's going to put Shingo over, of course, it, because, mm. you know, he might beat him. So he's like, listen, I lost you three times. So I don't, I don't deserve to choose the rules. And we all know who makes the rules. Hanare makes the rules. And Hanare's music so he, should have hit, and he should have been like, you are going to fight in this match. I make the rules. So he said, 
you know, he said, well, okay, well, you know, people really like that Hanari match, especially Dave fucking Meltzer. So we're going to have another one. It's the ultimate triad match, okay? And the Takagi-style ultimate triad match is champion and challenger. Have the choice of five ways to win, Luke. Pinfall, submission, stoppage, knockout, or countout. The winner of the match, Luke, must claim three of the five to claim KOPW Kapow Gold. Who will leave with the blue and gold loop? Find out Saturday night. Uh, I'm not mad if it's with the with the champ, uh, but I would love to see some gold on Taichi, please, please. Taichi's yeah. Win. Can you imagine? Please. The He's already lost Shingo three times. Come on, man. Yeah, Taichi's got to win, and I I know that like people. Like maybe don't understand the prediction that I made recently that I'm pretty sure is accurate that Kanemaru is going to beat Hiromu for the junior title. Pretty sure we're just loading down just five guys with belts. And it wasn't that long ago that I was trying to tell you folks that they'd never win a match. So here we are. Things have changed. A couple months ago, you and I were strapped in, like especially after like say the Taichi Osprey match and the Catch 22. Doki Kanemaru match, you and I were just strapped in for like a world of heartbreak because we love just five or just four guys. And now look at them, like we still love them and they're winning gold and matches and all this kind of shit. I fucking love it. Uh, by the way, Shingo didn't even have to rip off that match. He could have just been like, uh, Melter also loved our 30 count match. Let's do another one of those. Yeah, so, I know. So, That'll be look, the rematch. You know, oh, after, after Tai Chi wins, you know. Yeah, so I don't know why they're reticent to do another first to 30 pins match because that was a freaking thrilling, nail-biting, awesome match. But, hey, I'll take another triad match because, wow, Hanare and Shingo absolutely crushed. So, yes, I want that. But the thing is, the thing, the thing that makes me nervous about Kanemaru, dude, is Hiromu's already got a title match against Sonata. Yeah. I know, so, but, like, there's something to the fact that he has to go through Kanemaru to get there, but, like, part of that is just having the match with Kanemaru, so, like, I don't know, man. Maybe a part of that is, like, Hiromu's just, like, so arrogant and cocky now, he's being like, I'll retain my title, then I'll take yours to get, and then maybe it won't be yeah. so easy, so, yeah. There's some nuance we're missing, I think, so, you know, yeah. but at the same time, we're just, I'm just a Yankee doodle. What do you want from me? You know? <laughs> but yeah. And ah, this, like, I'm not a hundred percent excited about absolutely everything that, that New Japan is doing, but they're doing enough to make me super excited and all this kind of stuff. So I, I'm, I'm in, ah, and I'll be doing awesome stuff with my boys uh, especially, you know, Doki and Tai Chi. I'm just like, yes, please, please. Yes. Uh, especially since I'm I, I'm kind of in the camp of like uh, to, uh, Tai Chi and Shingo forever, please. Uh, it's just a feud that's just hook it up to my veins and have it all the time. Yeah, and ELP Shingo, unless they become friends. I don't know, but yeah, just five guys and just and Lij. Oh. It might be a thing where like for me with Sonata and Lij, good friends. It might be better enemies. I don't know, man, because it's really working. Fuck, they even got me liking Sonata. So, like, ah, 
I, I love wrestling right now. Man. They got gotcha. you. They fucking got gotcha. you. Hey, yep. Yeah, make a change with a wrestler and do something with them, and who knows? People's opinions might change them. Change mine did. You know, did a greater cons for 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 a while. Lato, well, I'm not 100 percent there yet. Listen, I mean. The, I don't think I've ever said this on this podcast, but this bears repeating. This is one of my my things I say is that if you love something in wrestling, enjoy it as much as you can. If you hate yeah. something in wrestling, don't worry about it, because guess what? Change is coming, whether you like it or not. So it's it's going to change. And that's just how wrestling works. And it's awesome. That's one of the things I love about it. Yep. And it's it. it, it there's got to be something like super cool about being like, fuck this guy, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. <gasps> All right, this guy's awesome. Of course. Uh, yes. How good a feeling is that? And yeah, I don't know. Wrestling is amazing. I love it. And that was our Road to Dontaku show, but we're not finished because we got a wrestling diary sent to us by a good friend of the show, Jay. Uh, she has sent us a. Uh, a wonderful and adorable email, uh, which, or, well, diary, I should say, by none other than Mr. Fucking Bread, Satoshi Kojima himself. And uh, I don't know if he knows about the, the the rules or the laws of writing wrestler diaries because uh, pretty much just talks about wrestling. So I don't think he got what? the memo. So, uh, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, well, you did that, I will you describe for you the pictures while yes. you're coughing into the microphone. I will like describe for you the pictures that we have here. So there's pictures that are along with the wrestler diary. One of them is Mr. Brett, given his like, you know, he, he flexes. He always flexes people. He shows them the baguette. He's like, check it out. This is what I kill people with. And he's, <laughs> he's you know, he's Mr. Brett, so he's real sweet about it. He has some kind of like headdress in his left hand. And he's also showing us the baguette. And then later on, there's a picture of him in a mask, uh, a wrestling mask, like a lucha mask. And uh, I can't quite see what it says on the mask, but it seems to say www.buyamask.com or something Tudakin. like that. So, Is it Tudakin or something? Yeah, so that's a thing. Yeah. But... Uh, the uh, the reason he is in such attire will become apparent after I read this lovely diary entry. <clears throat> it is date, dated April 5th, 2023. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. It's your fortnightly Kojima. April has returned, and I'm sure I say every year around this time, many of you are entering a new life, such as entering a new school or joining a new company. Some of Some are full of hope. Some are nervous, some are uncomfortable, etc. I'm sure. I don't know why that made me laugh. I'm sure there are many people with various feelings, but I hope that you will be able to adjust to your new environment soon. As I wrote in my blog, Koji Log, I would like to once again reflect on all the recent All Japan Pro Wrestling match that was held on March 21st. I was making arrangements for the match on that day. But the name Satoshi Kojima was withheld from the card and other press what? release information. And instead, I was announced as X. Therefore, I had to hide my appearance until my match started. For that reason, I wore a mask when I entered the venue that day. <laughs> when I asked an All Japan Pro Wrestling staff member if any masks were available, he provided me with one, which I put on as I entered the venue. 
However, it kind of backfired because nobody knew who I was and kept staring at me. So I ended up keeped up in the locker room. I was getting ready for my match in that tiny room, doing preparatory exercises and stretching my body. Dude, if you're getting in the locker room getting your gear on, I'm pretty sure as soon as the orange comes out, they'll be like, oh, it's Kojima. Wow. As soon as as you see the fucking baguette, you're like, oh. Yeah, of course. And and the two little dogs he has with him. You know, come on, man. And and Tenzon is just hanging around for some reason. You know what's up. Come on. as a little aside, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've watched so many so many hours of wrestling. You've probably been able to do this too, that when a wrestler comes out in a mask uh, and he's a mystery person, I'm just like, oh, what's his body shape? Uh, he's, and if he hasn't got a shirt on as well, it's even easier. You just be like, oh, that's that's this guy. That's this guy, sure. That's that's definitely this guy. Yeah. So uh, also got yeah. got my eye on anyone who's on screen. Period in wrestling. Like, I remember. <laughs> And I finally realized, like, I mean, it took me years of watching wrestling to realize everyone you see on screen is, is trained for the most part. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. so, so if they're there, they're getting bumped, you know? So then I started to realize, oh, and it ruined, it kind of ruined wrestling yeah. a little bit for me. So. Bam, bam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then it was my turn to appear. As I wrote in my blog, there were some people who thought X equals Satoshi Kojima due to a similar angle in Pro Wrestling Noah last year. So the atmosphere when I was revealed who I was was pretty positive. This is my personal impression. Of course it was positive. Satoshi Kojima, you were yeah. adorable, mate. The matches were also relatively comfortable, perhaps because of the familiar faces. Both friends and foes were familiar to me. Then in no time at all, my turn was over. I showered and now I had the job of sitting at the commentary table. It was a strange feeling for me to be commentating on an all Japan pro wrestling match. Moreover, the matches I commentated on were a match between all Japan pro wrestling and pro wrestling Noah and Mr. Nagata's triple crown title match. So I felt like I was involved in three different promotions, which made it even stranger. I felt like I was involved in three different organizations, which made me feel even stranger. Yes. uh, It does sound like I read that twice. But that's it is there said? twice. So, Dude, that's go. incredible. So he's a, <clears throat> he's a triple crown holder. He's one of the few. And here yep. he is watching one, one of three dads, Jim, fucking Yuji Nagata, a.k.a. Mr. Nagata, the oldest 55-year-old, by the way. It's his birthday oh, yeah. today. And, uh, oh, Mary birthday. You know, yeah, he's watching him go for the triple crown. How fucking cool is that? I love Dude. it. Yeah, this is a it. good wrestler diary. This is a wrestling. fucking good one. What's like, going on here? This is what I thought wrestling diaries would be when we started reading. <laughs> you know, it's like they've yeah. been so much more, so much more. <laughs> oh, dude, like I'm not complaining at the way they've turned out, because, uh, but I love this diary that I'm reading right now. But come on, Yoshihashi and Goto. Oh my god, can they write or can they write? Uh, Yoshihashi cannot write, but man, it's so fun to read. (laughs) Then the main event ended, and Mr. Nagata, defending his triple crown, made a microphone appeal. Hearing this, I found myself in the ring. As I was holding the microphone and talking about my enthusiasm for the champion carnival, Kento Miyahara, the ace of all Japan pro wrestling, came out of nowhere. I still remember what he said to me. He said, New Japan pro wrestling? Pro wrestling ring Noah? Old Japan Pro Wrestling? Who the hell do you belong to? Or something like that. I, I, I see. I love it when he, how he says, like, uh, I, I remember exactly what he said. Then he's like, <laughs> or something like that. 
<laughs> when I heard that, I felt strong. I strongly felt in my heart that this wrestler was really smart. It was the hardest question for me personally to answer, or really the most difficult part of the question to answer. I thought about it for a while. There's something wrong with the <laughs> translation algorithm here. Someone just um, put this through translation and just published it rather than actually read awesome. it and translate it. I know uh, what not he means, Jay, though. but whoever does, yeah. No, he had to take he to had to take a moment. This guy's smart. Yeah. He doesn't mean smart to the business either. So. No, it is true that I am a New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestler. But last year, after April 30, I have mostly competed in Pro Wrestling Noah, and now I am in All Japan Pro Wrestling. In many ways, Miyahara's promo may have been spot on. As I wrote in my blog, I would never think that I represent New Japan Pro Wrestling now, and I think the same goes for the fans. When I think about it. I sometimes wonder what the hell my current position is, but I have had a long professional wrestling career of 32 years. In all these years, I've had a variety of experiences and I'm still able to lead an active life as a professional wrestler and to be allowed to participate in a stage like this. All I can think about is how grateful I am for it. I feel like I'm in a hurry to get on with my life, like joining pro wrestling Noah and all Japan pro wrestling, even though I belong in new Japan pro wrestling. I feel like I'm in a hurry, but I believe in my potential as a pro wrestler, and I will continue <laughs> to do my best this year. Well, with that, I'll see you in two weeks. And I entered the arena wearing this mask, which is yeah, dude, awesome diary. Uh, what a bit like you're in the twilight of your career, right? And not only are you in demand still, you're in demand from three different companies, dude. What a what a freaking spot for Satoshi Kojima to be in. All Japan fans want to see you. Noah fans want to see you. New Japan fans want to see you. I don't, and and to answer his question for him, dude, no one gives a fuck where you are wrestling. They just want to see you wrestle because you rule. <laughs> you rule, Listen, Brad. I, this is a very revealing uh, wrestler diary. I have an interesting take on this. So we've, we've read quite a few wrestler diaries, you know. Uh, we've read people that are like 40 years old, right? And we've wrote, we've read people that are a little older and every single person that's been a little older, like the older generation, Tanahashi, and now Mr. Bread, they write their fucking diary in character. The rest of them do not. Yeah. And so that, like, I mean, Mr. Bread would never be telling us about whether he could pee or not. And if he no. needs to, like, he would never mention that. He's talking about from his character's perspective when he's talking about which, who do I belong to? Oh, of course. Obviously he knows who signed it, who he signed the contract with. So I love it. I love the fact that he is in character. And we mentioned last time on the Tanahashi one that so much so that he was like talking about how he was just resting his eyes instead of saying he was sleeping because he's never tired. So I love that these guys, are in character and I wish all wrestlers stayed in character at all times. So just saying. Yeah. Uh, mind you, if a diary entry exists, which is all about Satoshi Kojima's doggos, uh, I, I would be all in on reading that, even though he'd probably stay in kayfabe somehow and all that kind of stuff. But even still, well, he's got to have a post about his dogs. beautiful Pups, right? His character, yeah. his character can own some dogs. I'm just saying, like he's he. It, when it comes to wrestling, he's gonna answer like he's talking to anybody, not like he's talking to someone who, you know, is in the business. So I, I just, I don't know. I love that. I love that. It's awesome. 
So I'm going to assume Satoshi Kojima's blog is free. Are any of these hardcore fans annoyed that in order to read these entries, they've got to they hit a paywall? <laughs> or, or listen to an hour and a half of us? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm looking for the Satoshi Kojima blog, and I found something called Satoshi Kojima's Space Flying Tiger blog that could be it. That's not it. <laughs> so I will continue to look. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you will find it. And it will all be in Japanese and untranslated, but I'm sure it's all there. <laughs> what an absolutely fantastic diary. And that was a good one. What a really fun episode of Road to Dontaku. We didn't love everything, but I guess we liked everything. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> and oh man, that's what that's, that's the thing about one one show shows. I'm just like, oh, we're done. Oh man, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, so I did I did find Luke a T-shirt that says uh, it, it says New Japan Pro Wrestling Satoshi Kojima, and it's like this guy. It's like a little Kojima, like, kind of cartoon. And he's got, like, all this, like, giant pieces of bread that are way bigger than him. Like, loaves of bread and shit and bread with, like, butter on it and stuff just, like, balanced on his back. And he's trying to hold on to it. And it says around the outside, it says, eat the best bread and become the best wrestler. Satoshi Kojima. Only $35. Man. I still want bread club. If it if it's possible for me to find it somewhere, uh, I will one day have a bread club in my possession. I don't know how or when. I reckon I'll probably get that uh, Jado Jado I don't care shirt first. But <laughs> hey, we can get a bread club shirt for like twenty bucks. That's no problem. They are oh, not official. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they could make them official, so that's that's on them. That's not on us. So there you go. All right. Well, Mr. Guy, unless there's anything you want to add. In oh man, we should have found out what that that woman's name is because I was going to end the show with in in her we trust. And that's that's how professional I am. Fuck it, we'll go uh, in Gator. We trust.